the context doesn't hold it. Yeah. I mean, that's the con this context doesn't have this context. Right. But then the action would be different. Yes. And then it would be not only like, I mean, in the case of the sick factory when the whole group was there, it would be a kind of group consciousness, not the, only one. The group thing happens when Lee calls it. When the when the legend gets created, but the context is our own legend about life, our legend about ourselves and who we can be and our experience of ourselves, is the is the context that we create about ourselves. I mean, I, I mean by that, like if, for example, I would, if I would be in there and want or creating something different for myself, but then the environment would still be the same, right? You mean all the other people doing all their things? That, that's what I mean. That's mm -hmm. impossible because I'm not separate from them. Then it, it, it has to be a whole group thing, the shift. N no. Um, because how could I then experience that as something ecstatic and communion when there is competition? It's a great question. Because that question is really the core of, of, of the point of creation. Because I'm still saying there's no connection at all between what happens in the legend that gets created. There's, there's like a, there's a big gap. And we think that it's welded together. Between the legend that's created, absolutely no, no connection. Because uh, what's what that, um, when he says there's only one true possibility in every, in every situation to act. And when, when Lee sets, set, sets a context, sets, sets, for me it's kind of, of absolute, that sets a context which is um, um, connected to the process of evolution. If, if you, also that's, that's kind of what's, I, I, I don't um, have this experience cannot say say it for myself but that's what what we are here to uh, to to learn and to to try to get to so you cannot be so careful about the, about the context that, that's completely our choice yeah I don't think so and I, I, I think also when when there is survival there is survival and that, that's not ecstasy that's that's real to to um, Two states of being, which are different, and which, which are, which, which are different realities. But mm -hmm. isn't that that we are supposed actually to be aware of in which direction that might go? Yeah. I mean, if you see that this comment creates in yourself, I mean, greed and survival and everything else, then. I mean, I would say for myself, I'm failing to practice that. Yeah. Because... When... Can I ask you a couple questions about yeah. what you just said? That you said that Lee says that in every situation there's only one um, absolute choice. Yeah, well, yeah. So... But that's not what we experience. You and me, we have a million yeah, choices. We can... Um, we have a sense of what's appropriate, and we are Maybe. trained to to get to get to it, to to see this law, situation. 
to be sen- sensitive about that and to have a feeling for for a, for a chamber and all this this uh, this work which we are doing, what we are trying to learn. That's all in this to 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 try to to find this this law of the situation to be. To be real, to be awake—that's—that's just that. Mm -hmm. And we're not, though. Yeah, we are not. And the way that we're not is by the choices that we make. Yeah, that's true. So we're, what we're, what we're choosing all the time is to serve other purposes besides God. Yeah. Can I can I tell a story about when I was in India? Yeah. Because this. Talk factory stuff in the other, and I think that's how I told the story. But I was there with E.E., and she and I started pretty early on to have our regular struggle with each other. And and I really like her and love her very much, too. So I was having also pain that this was going on. Um, so Lee was, we were going shopping one day, and Lee said that. People could go with him or shop on their own. And E.E. E. said, well, I want, I want to go looking for a shawl. Lee was going for something else. And so I thought, well, I would really like to be with Lee, but, but I'll offer to go shopping with E.E. E. I'll offer to spend the afternoon with her to try to make our relationship happen in a better way. And then I thought that, so I said to her, well, I would like to get a bag because we were carrying our notebooks and stuff into Darshan and, and I thought that I would get a bag. And we went, we were walking down the street and there was this bag in the window and it's a bag I would have bought. And so I said, well, there's a bag store and E.E. grabbed up this bag and I was really having the same thing that Claudia was describing. I don't think it was as, as intense, but it was just like, I wanted that bag, and E.E. knew I wanted the bag, so she she took, she wanted the bag too, whether she really wanted it herself or she wanted it because I wanted it. And then I had to struggle with that because they didn't have any other bags like that. That was the only one. And so she bought the bag, and I didn't buy a bag. I later, some days later, I bought a smaller bag that wasn't big enough for me. And so I finally got used to that, and I just thought, okay, I just, I just have to get off it. And, but, but the rest of the afternoon, I was kind of annoyed about shopping with her, because I didn't, I didn't want to just be hanging out waiting, and I was thinking I wanted to be with Lee, and I did this, and now I'm annoyed about the bag thing, and She's got the bag, and it's pretty, and it took me a couple days to, like, just not feel sorry for myself because I didn't have this bag, this <laughs> stupid cotton bag, and then, and then I started going, okay, isn't that nice that he has his bag, but her bag started to fall apart, <laughs> and then, but I felt, I mean, really, I felt inside of me. I'm glad her bag's falling apart because I wanted that bag. And then it was, well, I'm glad I didn't buy that bag. So, 
like the possibility for me of a different context would have been to not have that such strong desire that I wanted that bag or to really be happy that she liked that bag. And so is that like what you're talking about, like the choice of context? Yeah, it's previous to that. It's the field. It's a morphogenic. It's called a morphogenic. Morpho, morphogenic means the shape making. So it's a shape making field that is our is our context of where we're coming from. It's like a where we're coming from kind of thing. So I I tried to come from there by by making a step to to spend an afternoon together and have a relationship, but it. It wasn't strong enough. No, because you were you were trying to do it still one step away from the source of the commitment, because the commitment is to a principle, or um, a commitment to a position. It's like that's our choice. So, if you're committed to a principle, it's previous. A principle would be like I'm committed to um, people getting really what they think they need people getting what they want. I'm committed to that principle. And the principle is, I already have everything that I need. Mm-hmm. I already have everything that I need. And that would be a principle. So I'm committed to that principle, and then when I look at situations, I'm seeing through the, um, through the um, colored lenses, or I'm seeing through the interpretations of, the, of that principle. So but you were trying to, you were still committed to a previous you're still committed to something like, I don't have everything that I need. You're mm-hmm. committed to something like that. And then trying and then trying to make yourself wrong or bad or change yourself or say, it sh- I should have been or I must be or I have to be or, but without changing the, the, the context, which is really, I don't have everything that I need. I need that bag. And she took it. Or I need this relationship to be different. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, after, after everything, I saw that what what I really needed was to, to be with Lee. And I had a I had a reference point of that from being in a big big sorry and fabric shop and being like a fabric addict myself and have not being in there that day and just sitting with him. Mm-hmm. Just totally uninspired to go grab up any of that stuff and watching other people do it and really not understanding it even, but being at peace with that, mm-hmm. and at peace in waiting also. So you probably wrecked it for Lee by being at peace. So he, had to, <laughs> he had to bring 15 or 30 people and another trip to another silk shop bef- before he could land that, because you, your, your declare, you know, your being at peace was you know, was creating a legend that was was more powerful than the legend of the survival. I'm just, I'm, I'm using it as an example of a possibility, not just you personally. So what about if Lee takes people to, to the silk shop mm-hmm. and, I, mean, I think this is even stated in Tomagoto, not to think things like, well, I could have been this way, or I would, not to try to change it, but but just thinking, like like the big thing that happened, seemed that he had this this like caustic reaction about the lack of practice. So from caustic, strong and 
like abrasive or yeah, caustic isn't the right word. It's you know how he is when he's really um, um, cut, cutting, or mm. it affects you. It cuts through the veneer, you know, the the protection goes through the protection. Mm-hmm. So in you know dropping a group of people there, there there was a possibility for practice and practice practice could have been thinking of the other or or yes yeah, seeing it as Krishna's dance or whatever you know Lee like at one point Lee left and um, maybe he would have stayed there you know so so if you're saying he calls it like what he called was here's a place let's see what happens let's see what happens and these people are landed there and and from from like what his reaction was was like the lack of practice not that, that's the calling yeah not it. not well you mean he called the lack of practice not that he offered and then we failed to be resonant to him well you know i mean really i you know i think that what I think is the whole thing was was set up to take another layer off of uh, our illusions, mm-hmm. and uh, um, it worked perfectly. Mm-hmm. And that the whole thing was a setup, the whole thing. So it wasn't that he Lee intended for us to be in the Garden of Eden, and we changed it into a marketplace of thieves. It, it wasn't that. It was that we're gonna. It's time to grow up. At another, it's time to take another step in our in our group, and here's this is going to be the catalytic chamber where that's going to happen. We're going to take another layer off of, you know, ego's blindness or whatever. Well, what was what struck me so much, and this was like um, something that happened to me when I was in India. I mean, it, it came up by the thought, and I thought. This is real. Just a few a day before, so there was Yogiram Swatkumar for two weeks or so. They got this incredible blessing, and they can't forget all of that next day and do this. And then I remembered myself, what happened with myself, when last day there was Dajan in the afternoon, and I thought that was the last time I would see Yogiram Swatkumar. Mm-hmm. And then he was coming to each one of us. And was blessing us, and he had looked into my eyes finally when I lifted my head and dared to look at him, and he gave me this incredible blessing that really for a moment or so, I didn't know anymore who I was. And it was, there was only, probably only God or what was there. And next moment, really, when we left, or the next few minutes when we left the the temple, and I and I thought that was it, fine, it was enough, it was really great, and that was it, and I was, was full with that. Then I heard that we were invited for coffee at Yogi Ramsurakumar's place, and in that moment everything turned exactly, exactly the other way around, and I was totally in my cramp. And it was, I could see myself, you know, doing this thing, moving like a machine, and 
doing my thing of wanting to be special. And it was so ugly, and I could only watch myself doing that, and I couldn't do anything different. And that for me was, I mean, I, I start to see that this could have been the biggest gift I got there, and not what we usually see is all this blessing is the biggest gift, that I, I really could see myself, and there was no way to look to, to look around it. look around it and it was very very and still I feel the pain of that walk of my edges and that was what it reminded to me like they have this incredible beautiful trip blessing and then the next day they come to the silk shop and this is reality this is where we are. it's like a weather report to see okay where are we and, and how are we going to use what we got in future time. That's what it reminded me to. And, and that's maybe one of the reasons it struck me so much to read the Stavaguru. It's, it's like a bomb for me. So, I think that the question that you originally asked, in terms of making a a shift in the, you know, what's happening here, that if we st if we start to um, look at the legend that we're each creating in each moment about what it is for us to be here, then that. And then if we keep this conversation going about what kind of legend we want to create or what kind of legend would serve Lee or what kind of legend would serve God or what kind what you know what is you know what what other what other legend is possible. See right now we don't even think another legend is possible. Remember Mike McDonald talking with us about the only possible solution? Remember he says that our lives our lives are we make up our interpretations about our lives because we think it's the only possible solution to what's happening right now around this. Like I have, there's no choice. I don't have any choice. I have to do this right now because I don't have any other options. It's the only possible solution to him being this way, her being this way, the bill collector being this way, the clock being this way, my energy being this way, my kids being this way, you know, my clothes being this way, my health being this way, my, you know, what, you know, what time of day it is, the whole, that's the only possible solution to that is this action. So we, we create our whole lives like that, responding like this sort of reflect, reflexively and mechanically just going along, thinking that there is no other option to that. And if, if we could consider that there is, you know, an infinite number of options for us, in each moment to create a different legend, create any legend, we could create any legend we want about what's happening around us or what's happening for us. It's just we have a pre-dilection or a pre-dedication or pre-commitment pre to, to create a legend which is the same legend that we've always been creating or, the, or to create a legend that serves our, you know, our, to keep our box the same. Our legend, 
the legend that we create is always committed to keeping our box the same, to keeping like ourselves the same, because then we know that works. The only reason we're committed to keeping our box the same is because our box has allowed us to survive, and it's a survival decision. We decide, you know, that we want to survive, so we decide we need to keep the box the same. Sometimes, you know, when I think long enough about it, somebody comes and then something different happens, what I never thought. But what is when nobody comes? What, how am I going? I mean, how, how do I make that happen then? That my mind just pops up another idea that you never had. Does anybody have any ideas? What would keep you? What, what is the feeling? that's on the other side of the line, you know, what's, what's on just on the other side of that, of that wall of, you know, this is how it is. What's the feeling of that there, and that there's something else out there? What is that feeling? The feeling when I just would move a little centimeter before? Yeah, why don't you? Why don't I? Because I would be free then. No, but what's the feeling that keeps you from being free? The feeling one of the four things, it's fear. Yeah. So fear, so fear is the thing. Like, we can't turn that way because we, would, we don't know what's there. We, we only know this. This is how it is. We don't turn that way because it, we don't know what's there. We don't turn this way because we don't know what's there. You know, we can't turn anyway to what we know because what's there is fear. So one, one possibility that we can do is change our relationship to fear. So instead of saying fear, no, we say fear, yes. So if we just make that change, it's a, it's a re, actually rewire you know, the experience of fear, we rewire it to fear, yes. Do you mean that can happen instantaneously? Well, it takes three seconds to rewire. So, it's not instantaneous. I mean, but it's nothing that needs to have, it have needs to be a habit. Like, I mean, habit takes a long time until it's really good in, you know, 
Habits are simply making the same choice over and over again. We always have the option of a choice, and we also have the option of having an option. So if we, we can have the option of having no option, then that's called a habit. But if we have, if we choose to have options, you know, that's... That's not a habit? Yeah. To choose options? Yeah. No, it's a choice. It's a choice. So if we choose to have options, see, we, we can't choose to have options because options usually are accompanied with fear. So if fear is no, then we don't have options. So if, if we choose fear equals yes, then we ha can have options, and then, then it's okay to be afraid, and then we have the option to say something completely different from this is possible right now. the source of the new options. Okay. And that's a declaration. We declare that. This is, we declare we have no options, or we declare we have options. And we can have it any way we want it. So we all need to go, but I have a proposition. Should we keep talking about this stuff as a group? I mean, because we don't have to. What, what do you mean talking about this stuff, like the consideration that we're not in head? No. Well, yes. That created all this talking about what we did talk. Well, this is what I was going to talk about anyway tonight. About the box and the emanation and the fear. Yeah, because this, this, all these things that we've been talking about tonight come from a different context, a different legend. Because, so my question is, should we talk about this more or should we not? I mean, we don't have to. It seems a little bit theoretical till now. Mm-hmm. I'm just asking for, you know, I suppose I could just decide, and every time you put me in front of a room, I'll just only talk about this. I mean, that could be one thing. Well, I, I mean, I think you're knowledgeable about that stuff, and it's good. I, I also like other approaches to the teaching. I mean, for me, this is like a psychology. And um, I know that's where we hang out a lot. We hang out in that room. Um, you know, this this actually isn't so different than what we talk about in support group a lot of times. It's just that you have more technology with it. You have more words for it. You know, my whole issue in support group last week was about um, just 
you know, visibly changing my attitude about the different things I do so that that my enjoyment of the things that I do is visible because I like to do those things. So for me, that's a, that's this. I, I'm in the box of doing doing it and and having it appear like I don't enjoy doing it. So. So to me, it's the same thing. The model is that same thing. So people are picking up that I'm really unhappy with my job, but really I'm not. Seeming, seeming. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. know if that's the right word. Yeah. yeah. I like that um, that kind of stuff too. It's something like, you know, in the last women's group, um, Brenda Allen told me that I'm having the, um, that everything what I do only uh, looks like as if I don't want to be part of it. And that actually, that you said this, that made me so happy because I had something concrete. What, how I could name what I never could name. and. Something like this was on that paper helps me also to name things. And when I can give things a name, then it's not so frightening anymore. Then they seem to be workable more. Or I could just put them aside um, and leave them to their own tragedy or whatever and do something that's just more valuable. I guess what I'm saying is we could meet again Thursday night and do another after dinner well, talk. Yeah, I don't need that. For me personally, I don't. I don't need to do that. You just ask for considerations, and you know, I. That's something that, that I've been thinking about a lot, and people people don't bring considerations here very much, and this is a space for considerations. Mm -hmm. So. Well, the talk tonight was not really about your consideration. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I get that, but I I still have the consideration that some of it's some of it's personal. Some of it's a personal consideration. Yeah, but what I'm saying is the talk tonight was not about your consideration, the talk tonight was about other options. And about how to work with other options. Yeah, I don't know what you're saying to me now. Are you saying that my consideration didn't get addressed or No. I'm saying that um, it doesn't matter if there are considerations or no considerations yeah. that the, the stuff that I was talking about, like this is about a thousandth of what there is to talk about with regards to this kind of thing. And if we're going to succeed with shifting a legend around here, we need to kind of shift our relationship to our the power of, our, of what we're creating. You know, with this... And I don't know how, well, how I, we could do that. When I hear you say, if, if we're going to shift the legend here, for me that's like, you know, we're going to bring in the tanks and the guns and we're going to make things different. It's, that's the mood that I'm picking up. And for me, mm -hmm. it's, it's the evolution of that has to be much softer and much more organic than that. Mm -hmm. Not just that I'm going to put it in my head like I'm, I'm going to shift what people talk about about the family, 
Yeah, I was just reading the Gurdjieff book, I guess, and he was just saying things just don't happen without efforts. Nothing changes without making some efforts. But that's one of the magic ingredients. Mm -hmm. And what I'm talking about is making efforts in a certain direction that will produce these kinds of results versus if we don't know that that's a direction that's possible, then the efforts that we make will be along that, the directions that we already know. Yeah, I'm not saying not to make efforts, it's just hard-line efforts. I see that that's not it. Mm -hmm. that, that's not it. Yeah, I'm in complete agreement with that. That's, you know, that's actually the, what we're, what part of the story is. Mm -hmm. We are making lots of efforts. The big hard, hard line. Yeah. You know, the heroic practitioners, and mm -hmm. in some ways we have to be here. It's really obvious <laughs> when we're not. Some of that consideration came up because of the kids' response, too, which I think I talked about with the women last week in group about Denise coming. Because the kids were like, oh, no, not another out-of-relationship person, you know, and it was just, it just kind of, you know, kids just say stuff, they don't censor, they don't censor what they're saying, they just blurt it out as, like they call it how they see it, in a way, and, that, and it's true, that, oops, I just said that again. What did you say again? I just said it's true. I just said it's true. So I just reinforced the facts. And you also just caught yourself, though. What? She also just caught herself mm -hmm. reinforcing the box, which is different. So, you know, another part of me also sees Denise as a doorway for us because she's been very active in the theater company, and I think theater would be really great for us here and she's made she's made big steps herself and she's making the step to come here. Mm -hmm. so. What came into my mind when you said why am I not writing you know a letter? Um, and what would happen when you would write a letter? But I would and I thought if you would really write a letter and it would be clean, you know, with, with all the stuff that you need to say, then the people who needed to be here, they would get that this is a transformation box. Somehow oh. that, you know, and um, when, when, when you said this first time, what Emesis Marora said about Denise coming here, I thought, yeah, when she's unrelational, you know, but Lee wants her to come here, so then probably she, maybe she's going away here and she will be relational. Mm. Because this, this Well, she volunteered to come. She volunteered to come. It wasn't that he picked her out of the crowd and said, you gotta look there. You mean she was the only one who wanted to come here? I don't know if she's the only one, but she she volunteered to come. Mm -hmm. She volunteered to come to help us. So 
I think a lot about this too, about what we are attracting and what I'm attracting personally. Also, like just the situation about us three women sharing the room. I talk with Ahun about something, something basic about that. Why I'm thinking about this because I want to have so many things put together, like many important, for me very important times, like we went to India together. The first time I went to the ashram in Arizona, we went, I went together with Aaron, and now here I am with Aaron. And it's just, I think about why this, why, why I'm attracting certain things in, in my life, you know. Yeah, we are so different. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then how to use this. And I like this, what you said in the end about it. It feels so constructive to me. Like, like if you were to get a different relationship to fear, because then you're open to experience something different. Instead of always, no, not always. Instead of. I think I'm often getting also stuck in looking at what I'm not doing right. And then I tend to get very negative and indulge in that. And so that's the part I like very much with that. And it's a great reminder to open up and remember there's, there's a different possibility. Mm -hmm. And it and it's a different context. Yeah. And like you said, yes. habit, in a way, like there's no mass. We have no. None, our center of gravity is not in this context. It's our center of gravity is in our context that this is our only possible solution, and it's true, and can't you know that's all there is, and it's obvious, and um, this is a different context and all of our center of gravity is in the, our context now. So it takes time to put our center of gravity over into a new context. And I guess that's what I was proposing, was to make a little extra effort as a group to, to, to put some our center of gravity into um, into having some options that we didn't have before. You mean by having an afternoon talk? Mm -hmm. I'll put, yeah, spending more time with it. Well, if you want, I just don't know that, I mean, I think that we all probably have some ideas how we can do that as individuals. So, so I don't know if more, for me, more talking about it maybe isn't what I need. It's practicing with it. Why don't, well, so I propose that I'll do an after dinner talk on Thursday night. Okay, so and I'm whoever can come, what? Okay, Alright, she'll be gone for a week, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I could also just wait, too. Why don't you wait? Alright, so we'll wait. 